Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our guest speaker. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. It says, Trust all thy heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy path. I'm going to speak on giving God control. Giving God control. Jesus, I pray tonight, God, That as your word goes forth, God, I pray, God, that you would touch every heart, touch every soul here tonight, God. God, use me, God, for your kingdom and your glory. God, I'm just a vessel, God. And I ask you, Father, as the words go forth, God, God, let them be cast on good ground, Jesus. I ask you in a precious name, in Jesus' name, let it be done. You may be seated. So we often try to control our lives. So much, sometimes we forget to let him control every aspect of our life. We don't want to surrender because we are afraid of what will happen in the future. I think there's a lot of people out there not willing to surrender. We might believe him, but we don't trust him. So sometimes... You're believing what the word of God says, but you're not trusting him. The truth is, we have little control over our lives. The more control you seek in your life, the less you actually have. Embrace the life God has planned for you. Allow him to shape your life as he will. Our job is to live faithfully, obediently in what he has called us to do. There's nothing sweeter than surrounding and surrendering control to God. There's nothing sweeter than that. And letting him have all your burdens. You want to lay your burdens down. That is when you're giving God control. Faith is the opposite of control. It is surrendering control. Faith is the opposite of control. It is surrendering control. Now let's turn to James 4, verse 7. James 4, verse 7. It's a simple verse here. It says, Submit yourself, therefore, to God, and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So you need to submit to God, because then the devil will flee from you. In order to have, to live purposeful, passion-filled life, we must surrender all. You have to surrender all. Are you leaving out something in your life? Are you holding back something that is holding you from what God wants to do in your life? Some people are holding back something in their job. They're holding back something in their, uh, maybe something at their, their house. You know, do you have control issues sometimes? I think sometimes we, we do. And if you are fully committed to giving God full control, that is where you will see your full, the full view through, your, through God's eyes. God knows 
where you are, and he wants full control. We discover freedom from a burden of control. Are you ready to trust God and give him control? Are you ready? Are you truly ready in your life? Sometimes I think we're not ready. And that's what's, I think that's what's holding some people back. They're not ready to surrender all. They're not willing to give everything. When we're ready, that is when God will change you. You know, everything sometimes feels like it's going well. It seems like we easily forget where we came from. Everything's just smooth sailing. And that's where God wants to have a greater plan for your life. Because he's going to take you in different areas of your life and through different walks in your journey. It's easy for us to want to control and our surroundings to be comfortable. We want things to be comfortable, but God doesn't want us to be comfortable. He wants us to be uncomfortable because that's where we're surrendering to him. We sometimes get off track. And I think that's why maybe God has laid this on my heart so much that we're, we're off track and we need to refocus ourselves and lay down everything. Nothing holding back. Sometimes we're, we continue to hold back and we can't do that. And we need to, to admit that we need help. Sometimes it's just surrendering and saying, God, I need help. I don't know where I am. I don't know where to turn. And you just need to submit it all. God is patiently waiting for you to take the wheel. He is going to take that wheel from you. You need to remain faithful in spite of our unfaithfulness. He's always faithful, but we're sometimes unfaithful to him. All you have to do is ask for direction and let God take that wheel. Learning to trust and give God control is a lifelong process. We have to choose trust in him. We have to choose to give up control. There is hope because God will never fail us. Every step of the way, he will be there. He promises that he will never leave us. So he will be there with you in the future, but you have to give him control. So embrace the life God has for you. Now we're going to turn to Ecclesiastes, I'm sorry, Ephesians. Ephesians 2, verse 2. Ephesians 2, verse 2. It says, Where in time past we walked according to the course of the world. We were walking along the course of the world. According to the prince, the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Are you walking to the course of the world? Or are you walking with God Almighty? We need to be careful. We don't carry a weight of the world. We need to be always keeping our eyes on him. 
and letting him control every aspect of our lives. Now let's turn to Romans 8, verse 9. Romans 8, verse 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of this. So if you have the Holy Ghost, you can be confident that you are in his will and you are walking down the right path. He will guide and lead you in every aspect of his life. Don't let Satan win that battle and give it to the world. Don't let Satan take that wheel because Satan can take that wheel from you. And he can control your life if you allow him and not give God full control of your life. Are you living for people? Sometimes I think we're living for people. Or are you living for God? We, are, we, are, we need to be coming into this place to not impress people. We need to impress God. Always remember that sometimes people are going to disappoint you. We're not a people pleaser. We need to be a God pleaser. Because people, again, will fail you. They will disappoint you. But God will never fail you and he will never disappoint you. Remember that he says in his word, I will never leave you or forsake you. People can influence you and lead you in the wrong direction. People do do that. So you always wanted need to ask yourself, does this line up with God's word? And am I following God's word? Am I digging into the word? Or am I just following people? We need to be following his steps if we allow him to take our life and let him have full control of it. Don't let people offend you. There is so many people that get offended. Don't let people offend you. You need to have more of the spirit in you that nothing, nothing can offend you. If you have so much of that spirit, nothing can offend you. You remember what I said earlier. People will fail you. So they, you are going to, people are, will offend you. But you won't be disappointed because you know people will fail you. So you remember, don't be offended. So don't let people, sometimes people can lose their salvation over being offense, offended. Don't let that happen to you. There is so many people that I have seen fall away from God by something so simple. Don't let be, don't let that stuff offend you. Be grounded in truth. Be grounded in the word. And have overflowing with the spirit. Nothing will offend you. Giving it to God means releasing it and letting him take complete control. Just as you're giving it to another person, you have to take your hands off it. So you have to let those things in this life 
Take your hands off of it and let God control it. There is so many people, I think, in, in different walks of life that they are not giving full control. They might say they are, but they're hiding something in their life and they're not allowing God to fully take control of that. And they need to let go and let God take that burden. That is when you will see awesome things happen in your life when you fully commit to him. Hand over and surrendering all to him. And stop trying to control everything. Sometimes we try to control everything. So what does that mean to give up? It means waving the white flag and saying, here I am. I surrender everything. It means letting go of that wheel and giving it to God. It means going straight to God in prayer and in his word and trusting and having the peace of mind that he says what he says he is and he is who he says he is. Sometimes we think that we know what is best for us in our lives, but no, we need to remember he knows what's best for our life and he will control it if you give him full control. When we're not giving God full control of our lives, he's not blessing us. He's not, he's not fully blessing you if you're not surrendering everything to him. He's not taking authority in your every aspect of your life. You want to give God full authority. If you're not on the path walking and praying and seeking his faith, you're not reading the word and you're not moving forward and you're going through life because you feel like this is the right path but it's not lining up to his word and it's not lining up to what he says and it's not founded on the word. You're just putting your foot on the gas pedal and you're pushing the gas pedal and God is not leading and guiding you. So that is where you need to get on your knees and you need to say, God, I surrender everything. I don't want to take all this burden anymore myself and I surrender everything to you. Now let's turn to Luke 9, verse 23 through 26. Luke 9, 23 through 26. And it says, And he said unto them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily. You need to take up your cross daily and follow me. For whatsoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself? Or be cast away. For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and my words of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed. And, and, and when he shall come in his own glory and his fathers and of the holy angels. If you don't have that walk with him, if you are not spending time with him each and every single day, you're probably not giving God control. 
you're probably not giving God control of your life. So you need to fellowship with him daily. It's so important. You need to fellowship with him daily. When we're giving God full control of our life, we're, sh- we're fellowshipping with him daily. If you're just here on Sunday morning or a Sunday night, or a, I'm sorry, on a Wednesday night, a Sunday morning or Wednesday night, and you think that God, that you're giving God control just because you show up on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night, and you're not fellowshipping with him, are you truly giving God control? Are you giving him full control of your life if you're just showing up here on a Sunday and you're showing up here on a Wednesday? Oh, I pray that we as Christians, we seek his face daily, that we can have a relationship. That is when we will see change in our life. This is when God will allow things to happen to you that you never knew could even happen. God will change you and he will make you and he will shape you what you want and what you need to be. But you need to give God full control of your life and unbelievably awesome things will happen and your life will never be the same. Now let's turn to Jeremiah 18, 1 through 13. Jeremiah 18, verse 1 through 13. It says, The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels, and the vessel that he made of clay was married in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, can not do with you as this potter, saith the Lord. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. At what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to pluck up and to pull down and to destroy it. If that nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. And to what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build and to plant it. If it do evil in my sight that I obey not my voice, then I will repent of the good wherein I should, I would benefit them. Now therefore go to speak to a man of Judah that to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I frame evil against you, and I devise a device against you. Return ye now every one of his evil way and make the ways and your doings good. And they said, There is no hope but we will walk after our own devices. We will, everyone, do imagination of his evil heart. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, ask we ye now among the heathen who hath heard such things, the virgin of Israel, hath done a variable 
a very horrible thing. As you see in the beginning of this passage of scripture, it talks about the hand of the potter. Your clay in the potter's hand, let him mold you and make you. If you let him mold you and make you, God can do that if you give him full control. If you're letting God use you, he will guide and lead you because you're giving him full control in every aspect of your life. God poured his anointing on you when he filled you with the Holy Ghost. Also in this scripture, at the end of the passage, it says, they wanted to walk according to their own plans. They wanted to walk according to their own plans. So Judah was in a tragic place of feeling it was hopelessness to repent. It did not feel hopelessness because they feared God, would not respond as his promised. It seemed hopeless because they simply did not feel it was worthy to, to surrender authority to God. They did not feel it was worthy to surrender authority to God. It changed their evil hearts. If you yield yourself to him, he will direct and guide you in every aspect of your life, every aspect. You need to continue to yield yourself to him. And that is when you are continually praying in the spirit. There is so many people in this world that do not yield themselves and they refuse to yield themselves to God. There is people that will not be, they will not be filled with the Spirit because they have too much pride and they don't want to give God full control of their life. That's surrendering all to Him. When you have, church, I'm telling you, when we all surrender all and we give full control of Him, that is when we're going to see the glory and the power done in this place every service. But we have to surrender all. We have to give it all to God. We have to surrender all to him. Oh, when we get a place and we say, not my will, but thine be done. That is when God wants us to say, not my will. Are you going to let Satan mold you and shape you? Or are you going to let God mold you and shape you? How I want Jesus to take that wheel, mold and shape me what he wants me to be. Oh, that I get a burden that is deep within my heart. That I say, Jesus, every single thing, every single thing, I surrender everything. Every single day to mold and shape us. It is amazing. It blows my mind that when you get to that point, God uses you. I never think in a million years in my life, even where I am in my career, that God can use you. But you know what? I've been only at my place for a month, and guess what? My people that, I, that work in my building already know that I am a born-again Christian. Because I said, not my will, but thine be done. And I asked God to say, use me in any way, in any possible way he can. And guess what? He has opened the doors because I surrendered 
everything. And I said, not me standing in the way because I can't do it. I can't do it. But when I said, not my will, yours be done, that's when he said, I will open the door. I don't even know how the door opens, but it does because I said, I just want to be a vessel. That is when it happens. I just said, I want to be a vessel. That is when it happens. And today, as I walked out the door, I wasn't even supposed to be worked today. But they asked me, and I said, I am going to preach the word tonight because I said, I am a vessel for his kingdom. And they already know I go to church and I'm a born-again Christian. And that is what it was awesome. Today, God used me for just a moment. And you know what? He opened the door. He opened the door. Because I said, not my will, but thine be done. And that's what it is. It's because I don't have many opportunities because I'm in high-level management. But God said, I will make a way. I will open the door because somebody asked. And guess what? I responded. And that is all it is. It's saying, not my will, but his be done. So give him full control. Again, not coming to this house saying, I'm going to serve the Lord with everything I have. If you continue to think those things and put him in the center of your life, you will always be moving in the right direction. You're always moving forward, not backwards, moving forward. This world thinks they have a better plan. Ah, uh, they don't have a better plan. Jesus is the only way. He is the truth. And he is the life. So if you continue to follow him, he has a better plan for all our lives. The Holy Ghost is filling that void. So continue to pray in the Spirit because guess what? It's filling that void in your soul. A long time ago, um, I don't remember what it was, maybe it was in Sunday school or something, somebody told me, if you have the Holy Ghost, it's filling that void in your soul. Something deep down in every single one of us. Something deep down in every single one of us, we have a void, a void uh, in our life. And guess what it is? It's the Holy Ghost. So when you have the Spirit in you, it's filling that void. And you need to continue to pray in the Spirit because it's going to continue to fill it. So if you don't pray in the Spirit, continue to go back and say, God, I ask you, how can I get back in the Spirit? Continue to pray in the Spirit. It's so important. So important. Now let's turn to 2 Timothy 4, verse 3. And this is my last scripture here. 2 Timothy 4, verse 3. It says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teaches, having itching ears. Having itching, itching ears. In this scripture, it talks about people will not endure sound teachings. They're having itching ears, so don't have itching ears. They will want to listen to their own passions. There is 
so many people out there that want to listen to what they want to hear, but not what God wants them to hear. There is so many people out there right now that are just listening to a good, feel-good message, not founded on the word of God has to be founded on the word of God. If you ask your if you ask, anytime you're talking to somebody, if they say they believe fully what's in these in the, in the word of God, it's an easy. It's very very easy. That's all all I had to do today. All I did is I said, "Do you believe in the word of God? Do you believe in this word?" That's all I had to ask them. And then I already knew if they believed in the word of God, It's easy to be a witness because we follow biblical every single thing we preach is in the Bible. So that's, it has to be founded in the word. So, again, not going back, you need to be grounded into the truth. Oh, that we have a love for the truth and not have itching ears. We need to have a love for the truth because otherwise we're going to have itching ears and we're going to say, hey, what do I want to hear my personal thing, my passion? It's not, it's not what I want to hear. It's what God wants us to hear. It's such a very, very dangerous place, people. Church, it is a very dangerous place. Because we're not allowing God to take full control of our lives. We're giving into our own ideas, our own ways. We should have a love for every time we can walk through those doors and come down in the altar and worship and praise him. Every opportunity we have. Because we are truly blessed to have the word of God spirit within us, we need to have a love for the truth and know that God is in control. If you could please stand. At the end of the day, if you're still standing and worshiping him, you're probably doing pretty good because you are here, you're worshiping him in spirit and in truth, right? But you also need to say, what am I holding back, God? You need to ask him, God, what am I holding back? Am I holding something back? Am I not surrendering everything? I want to surrender everything to him. And you need to stay in the word. It says, in the, in the Bible it says, the word will not pass away. It will always stand, always stand. To give God control, it is giving up or yielding to the power and you're abandoning yourself entirely and giving up everything to fully give God power in, that, in those situations. When you're yielding everything, you are surrendering all your power and you're giving it to God. When we take it upon ourselves to instruct God on how it should go or how we should do things, 
How, why would you do that? We're actually treating him like an opponent then because we don't trust him to handle it. We're not handling, we are not handling the problem if we just lay it at the feet of Jesus. So you might think your way is better. It's not. Jesus' way is always better. It means letting it go, again, go, let it go of that wheel, giving God full control. It means going straight to him, always in prayer, always in the word, trusting you will have that true peace that passes all understanding. You want to have that true peace in today's world? I sure do. I want to have that true peace. But you're, again, you have to fully surrender to him. There's nothing sweeter than surrendering full control to God and letting him have that burden of all your worries. Faith, again, is the opposite of seeking control. It's surrendering control. Embrace the truth that control is an illusion. If you embrace, embrace the truth that control is an illusion. God, give God control today and let him mold, shape into whatever he wants you to be. You need to give God full control. Jesus, I pray tonight, God, as we open these altars, I pray every single person here today, God, that they would surrender all to you and they would lay it at the feet of the cross tonight, God. They lay it at the altar. God, and I Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.